Yes, sir. We're back. Another episode of Know What I'm Saying podcast. Yes, Connor, sir. how you doing? I'm doing great. Surprisingly, You're doing great. Yes, I'm doing very great good. too. Listen, man, this is a special podcast because we have our first guest ever. Yes, sir. Ralph. How you doing, bro? Yes, sir. I'm doing good, man. How about you? I'm doing well, man. Thanks for for coming on the podcast, man. You're my little brother, man. <laughs> and you're our first <laughs> guest. That's crazy. So, yeah, I'm going to give you a little introduction. So, yeah, Ralph's my little brother. Right, you're 18, right? 18? Yeah. And Ralph's currently doing a semester abroad in Spain. Where exactly in Spain? Uh, it's in a little city outside of A Coruña, Spain. Ah. It's like in the northwest of Spain, next to the Atlantic Ocean. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. So the the purpose of this interview um, is basically to talk about your encounter or your experience studying abroad internationally, right? Um, how how you how you perceive the whole experience, how it's been so far. Uh, we're kind of interested in your whole experience about it and. Um, yeah, hopefully those that are listening can maybe take something from it, right? Maybe know what to expect. Maybe have something to look forward to when doing it as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Connor, do you wanna you wanna begin with the first round? Yeah, I mean, I'll just talk a few basic questions and then we'll go maybe get into a bit more juicy stuff afterwards. So, I mean, you already told us uh, where where you went abroad. Uh, what what exactly are you doing? Like, what what are you studying? So, um, I study in Paris for a fashion business course, and the course in Spain is called Fashion Industry Management, so it's pretty much the same as fashion business, but it's more like business concentrated and not really creative fashion concentrated, so, yeah. Okay, that's, uh, that sounds great. I mean, how, how long, uh, you're still studying abroad, are you? How, how, long, yeah. uh, how long is your uh, time abroad? So I started in the beginning of semester and my semester officially ends in the end of January. So it's like five months, I think. Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. Um, Interesting. So, so yeah, it, it is. So so in that sense, why did you why did you choose to go abroad? Was it uh, so mandatory? I, I got an email from my um, from my university in Paris and they said that we we're going to have the opportunity to, to do an Erasmus exchange. And I'm always up for new experiences and to just experience as much as possible because these are my glory years. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I, I, I immediately applied and um, yeah, I was given the opportunity to come and I got selected from the university so I couldn't turn it down and I, I went without thinking twice. Sounds great. I, I yeah. definitely get why, why you did it. Um, and. <laughs> Going along with that again, why why did you choose the country? Why did you choose Spain? Why did you choose where you went? Well, Spain was like the only option. There was Madrid and the city where I'm at right now. And um, the Madrid one got cancelled, so mine was actually the only one. And there were only like two people from the class that could go. So mm. when I got selected, I was just happy that I got selected for the exchange. And... Yeah, I mean, it was an opportunity and I took it, so. Were you familiar at all with the city that you're doing your exchange? No, I didn't even know that, I didn't even like know the name of the city oh. before the exchange. Okay, did you do anything to prepare for before you left? 
No, not at all. Nothing? I had no idea what to expect. I didn't speak the language. I didn't have an apartment. I just had my space in the university and mm -hmm. my plane ticket. Did, did, you, plane ticket. did you have an apartment or something? No, I just had a hostel. I was living in a hostel for the first few days. It was pretty depressing, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, um, it was a journey, you know. It's all part of the process. So you went to a foreign country, a city yeah. you've never been to, never heard of before, with yep. no apartment, no yep. friends, nobody known. You just went there, stayed at a hostel, you found a place, yep. and the only thing you had was your place at the university. Exactly. Do, yeah. do you speak Spanish? No. Ah. Not a word. Nada. Nada. <laughs> That's interesting because, listen, when, when, when you have people like going into, uh, you know, new positions, whether it's a new job or, or moving to a new country, there's typically four stages yeah. of, of acculturation, right? You've got the honeymoon phase. Mm -hmm. You've got the crisis phase. Yep. You've got an adjustment phase. And then you've got uh, biculturalism. Yep. Um, so we're going we're gonna to begin with the honeymoon phase because that's the first phase, right? How did you feel about spending time abroad at the beginning? Like when you first went to uh, Coruña, what were your first impressions? What did you do at the beginning? Well, to be honest, my first impression of the semester was that I just wanted to go back to my home because I came, I arrived at like 12 in the evening. I had to wait outside the hostel for the person to let me in for like half an hour. I was in like some small Spanish city and I mm. just wanted to go back to Paris. But um, yeah, I had support from my family and everything and they said that I just have to push through and that's what I did. And yeah, it eventually got better. But my first, my first um, thoughts when I, when I arrived was that I just wanted to go back, to be honest. Ah. Yeah. Did you see any cultural differences? Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously with coming from Paris, it's like, such a different city because Paris is such an international, huge, wide variety of people and in this small city in Spain, it's um, very small, only Spanish people, no one really speaks English, so it was completely different. What, what did you kind of like, was it something you tried to like do to tackle these, these issues or that difficulty? Is it something like, how did it turn out in the end? Did, work all right or yeah I mean it, it definitely did work all right I mean I think it just it just needed some time until I could come in and properly move in because when I first came as I said I didn't really have an apartment and I think that was one of the main reasons because when you go to a city and you don't really have like a, a stable a stable home you don't really feel like you're at home at all mm. and since this was like a foreign country and everything for me was so much more different because I mean I didn't have a home and I wasn't at home so it was like yeah. what am I doing here <laughs> did you have any type of honeymoon phase while you were there something like a, a time in the beginning where you were just like super happy and like living the life every day going for it well yeah I mean I think it definitely not at the beginning in the first few days but after the first weekend and when I started making friends at the university, it became so much better. And I found my apartment after, I mean, the first week, I think, yeah. on Wednesday. So it didn't take long for me to find an apartment and everything. But the time until I found an apartment and the time until I found my friends and everything, it was it was a pretty bad time, I have to say. Wow. <laughs> oh, so the beginning was not actually a honeymoon. It was more of a no, it was, once you were able to adjust. Really oh. It was really bad. Well, 
what did you do to overcome that i mean i mean i think it was just like um a feeling of insecurities and like anxiousness because i didn't really know what to do and i haven't been at that position before so i think you just needed some time until i get friends feel like i belong there and get an apartment you know so after i got all of those things i started feeling more confident and ah yeah, so you so it seems you skipped like the first traditional phase of Yeah. You know, the honeymoon you didn't have that at all you I didn't just, have any straight to crisis honeymoon. basically yeah. <laughs> <laughs> damn well then all right then so we talked about the crisis phase let's talk about the adjustment phase then yeah i mean what did like when you finally adjusted to the country did you start to feel at home uh, or how was it or is it still not feeling like home i mean i think for me I need some time for a city until it feels like home, you know. Mm -hmm. So I know that this city is never going to feel like home for me because I'm just going to be there for a semester and for me that's just not enough. Mm. But until I feel like I belong in the city and and I'm not really like a tourist in the city, yeah. you know what I mean? So I think that probably took like a week or two. So yeah. To adjust. Yeah. Ah. Because then also, since it's such a small city, um, you get to know the city very well and you get familiar with the city. And for me, it took like maximum a week until I, until I knew the city and, and I could go around walking around without Google Maps. So, yeah. Was it something you appreciated most about the new country, like in your everyday life maybe, or, or just about the Spanish culture? Yeah, I mean, um, I think in the university that I am at, they like to they like to do a lot of stuff and go out and meet up. So I had friends where I would meet up with them almost every day and just chill and have a good time. And I think that was pretty different from from the last semester in Paris because obviously because of Corona regulations, there wasn't really anything to do. And um, yeah, I mean. I think the Spanish so, people are also much more open and everything, so they were much more down to meet up and and have make new friends. So you would you would argue that even though you're in a new new city, new environment, everything's new, you did at some point be, found yourself able to uh, kind of master your everyday life, have a have a good social life, to uni, everything. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it didn't really take long because. As I said, Spanish people are really open. So, yeah. So I imagine them like, you know, moving to a new country where you don't know anybody, you don't know the language even, right? That must have been something difficult to adjust to. So would you say that, you know, finally meeting friends and, and engaging yourself socially with people that were living there, is that what made you, what made me, made you help with feeling homesick or something? Did you feel homesick at all or? Well, yeah, I did feel homesick because I just wanted to go back. <laughs> But yeah, for sure, when you when you make friends and when you start interacting with people, you just feel so much more welcomed and everything. So, and also when you start developing a social life, it just gets so much better, and you really start feeling like you have a purpose in the city. Because when I first came, I didn't have any friends. I didn't know the language. I didn't have anything, and I just asked myself, "What am I doing here?" So. When I started meeting new people and everything, I just I felt like 
it was all coming together and that just pushed me forward to not go back to Paris and just stay there and and just keep on keep on meeting new people and enjoying the, the semester in Spain. Interesting. Would you say that was the most difficult part to adjust to, meeting new people, or was it also the cultural part? Uh, no, meeting people was super easy because people in Spain are like really open and they were so nice to me, to be honest. I mean, like I met people in my class and then they introduced me to new people and then those people introduced me and it just kept on going. So I think it was pretty easy. So, I mean, yeah. Did you feel like your lifestyle changed at all as a result of moving to like a different culture, a new country? I mean, yeah, for sure, because I'm pretty sure, like, yeah, last year I was not really going out that much, but now I'm pretty much never at home, oh. because I I wake up, go to university, come back, and when, I, when my class ends, I usually go back with my friends to their apartment, cook something, watch some Netflix, and then if I have class in the afternoon again, I go out. If I don't go out, I do something, you know, with my friends, skating. Uh, sometimes we also go to the beach. It's pretty cool. So. Did you ever skate before? No. I started skating when I came because, I mean, I was just open to try some new things. And my friend, he, he was skating there and he had an extra skateboard. So I just said, why not? I give it a try and I really liked it. So, yeah. Oh, wow. So your behavior or like your routine did kind of change as a result of moving yeah, to that sure. new country. 100%, yeah. Uh, there's this term called biculturalism or biculturalism. And basically it means when, let's say you move to, in your case, right, Spain, and you behave in a way where two cultures are, are seen, are able to be recognized, right? For example, a... Uh, a Chinese-American man might eat an American burger with uh, traditional Chinese vegetables. Something like that, right? You, he might speak uh, Chinglish, Chinese and English together at the same time. Do you feel like after moving to Spain, you've experienced some type of biculturalism? Um, no, not really. Um. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> Nothing at all. There's because there are no no little traits, no little habits that you've picked up as a result of moving there. Well, I mean, I was there maybe something in your behavior or in your routines as like as a because I know, for example, just. Maybe as an idea, Spain, like from their timing, they when they eat, when they oh, go out, yeah. it's very different. Maybe to uh, in other countries around Europe yeah. and around the whole world. So maybe did something change in your routines or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, um, I definitely started eating much later. <laughs> like I remember, sometimes I would have lunch at like four o'clock. Four o'clock. Yeah, and like dinner at probably twelve or eleven. Oh my! <laughs> so it's really, I had to get used to that. So yeah, but I would say apart from uh, apart from that, my day to day was pretty much the same, except just more social life and and uh, more things to do. I would. Yeah. Were there any Are there any difficulties that you're still facing living there? Well, uh, apart just from the language of Spanish, um, I wouldn't say there's anything else, because in that city, it's it's a really small city, and not really anyone from 
a foreign country would go there because mm-hmm. there's nothing really anything for them to do. So the people that in their city they only speak Spanish and they rarely speak English and when they speak English it's not fluent um, apart from the people at my university and all that but so yeah I would say it's just the Spanish and the language barriers but yeah I mean I think you always have a way to communicate no matter what I mean I'm sure all of us have been in that position where we had to communicate without knowing the language and it somehow works I guess so yeah I guess so is it maybe something so far you ha- like you haven't adapted to yet in 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 the in your whole time being there i mean it seems that the 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 uh maybe eating later you have adapted to although it's different is there something maybe you haven't quite gotten um no i wouldn't say so because i pretty much spend my whole day with people from my university so yeah I mean, I live pretty much their life and they live my life, so there's not really a difference. And I was adapting to them when I first came and yeah, nothing really changed how they live their life. It's just how I changed my life. And yeah. Do you feel like you're still a a stranger or a foreigner in the new country? Well, yeah, of course. I mean, you you feel more comfortable in the city, but you always know that you're an outsider because, I mean, obviously with the language barriers and just the experience that came before I came to Spain and everything. It's not really it's not really normal in that city because mm-hmm. everyone is Spanish there. So so yeah, I mean I'm obviously well not obviously, but I'm seen as as an outsider, I would say, for sure. Do you, is it do you even would you say you identify yourself already with where you're studying like Spain and the city or do you think that could still come after the time like after your whole study abroad or do you reckon it's more of a thing where like oh I spent some time there but I'm I'm gonna go home and not, not feel that much of an attachment to the place yeah yeah I think the the second one was was fitting because I mean it's a total different city for me I, I've never been I've been in Spain but just for a few days so I don't think I'll ever feel an attachment to Spain because, I mean, it's just not really... I like Spain, but it's not really like a home to me. So, yeah. You say that, like, you don't really see yourself, you know? No, not at all. uh, Identifying yourself with the country of Spain, but are there any traditions or routines or behaviors that you might take from the country? Maybe the way they greet each other or, or certain... Uh, dialect or, or, or you know slang they use certain foods that you might want to continue eating after your semester abroad is over with or is there anything that comes to mind uh yeah i mean i'm definitely down to continue my my like day-to-day pretty much um i want to continue my habits that i'm doing there and what I are those habits well i mean spending very little time at home I would love to continue skating. I mean, it's pretty fun. And um, probably also continue eating some Spanish food. It was pre- it's pretty good, I have to say. Spanish food? And there's like, yeah. I mean, there's also some traditional Galician dishes, which are really good. For example? There's one dish, it's called the tortilla y patatas. <laughs> it's like an omelette with potatoes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it sounds pretty easy to cook, but you have to know the proper methods and and like the timing and everything so and do you know those proper methods and the timing no, and not at you all. don't no. know them so how you eat them man i tried 
I tried doing it once, but it just didn't work. Oh no! <laughs> but I have a friend. He he does it pretty good, so I have to learn from him. Well, but I I, I hope so because I'm gonna have you cook it for me when we get back <laughs> to Christmas time, right? <laughs> <laughs> I can't promise that it will taste good though. Well, that's all good. Just put a little <laughs> extra Tabasco sauce on it. <laughs> so I'd like to I'd like to start closing off the interview. Um, would you do it again? Right, if you had to, you know, start from scratch, do it all over again, you know, semester abroad in Spain, Colonia, would you? Well, yeah, for sure. Why? Because it's an experience, you know. I mean, I'm for me, uh, I'm just trying to get as much experience as I can. I mean, like people who know me know that I, I haven't been staying in one place for a long time since the past two years. Mm. Like last year or two years ago, I moved to Paris alone. Now I moved to Spain. Man. Now I have to go back to Spain, and I might also be planning an internship somewhere foreign too. So, Mr. International here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn, it's just an honor to be in your presence. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just mostly like you just enjoy gaining that experience. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. But like now, I wouldn't want to go out. I want to go back home and chill in Paris for a bit. But I would be hundred percent down to. Go to go somewhere else in the next year or two or something well what do you miss most about Paris that makes you want to go back home and just chill there for a little bit what is it about Paris well I mean I think with the last year I, I really gained like a like a, a feeling of home I would say there I mean I made some cool friends there's just uh, the Paris life is just super fun you know so yeah so it's just home basically well, like, yeah, like nothing beats a feeling of hope being at yeah, home yeah for sure Got you. Cool. If you were to, um, is there anything else you'd like to say about your semester abroad? Any last words? Any last notes made for those listening? Right. Well, I, w I would definitely encourage everyone to do one. I mean, it's. I think it's important to step out of your comfort zone and and really experience something new, because it's just um, part of how you can build yourself as a person and and mature yourself and and um, learn how to deal with things that you normally wouldn't deal with, you know? So I encourage everyone to do it. If you have the opportunity, go for it for sure. You won't regret it because, I mean, this semester has been super fun for me. So, yeah. It might be I mean, difficult at the beginning, but it'll be better for sure. Okay. It's great to hear, actually, just from uh, <laughs> your side, because I'm planning to do something similar next yeah. year. Uh, so I think that will definitely help for people that might think about doing this. Yeah, yeah. yeah the same for me. I mean, I'm, I have a semester abroad coming up as well, and it's a total culture shock. And I'm curious to see as well, you know, how that goes. And Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you're going to have tons of fun. Like... You just have to enjoy it, you know, like you have to you have to know that you're not going to be there for a long time. And then that forces you to enjoy it even more. You mm. know what I mean? So because I know that when I go back to Paris, I'm going to miss I'm going to miss Spain because I always want things that I don't have. And when I have them, I want the other thing. You don't know don't I mean? we all. So exactly. So I'm just I'm just enjoying the time that I have there. And and you, you should do that's my advice I'll, we'll try our best <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Cool. All right. Well, Ralph, man, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Man, we appreciate it. Yes, for sure. First guest. Our first Very guest. happy about it. Man, I appreciate it. Uh, exactly. Follow us on Instagram at Know What I'm Saying Podcast. Uh, make sure to give us five star ratings on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening. Yes, sir. And um, um, we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Peace. Bye bye.